Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Armchair Booking Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Steve Barber. Joining me as my co-host, as always, is the dynamic Dwaylon Davis. Hey, everybody. And don't let your eyes deceive you, even though that is the tri- the, the Northern Wrestling Federation Tri-State title, that is not Sinclair holding it. <laughs> this is the Great King Titan. That's right. It's not Sinclair. Sinclair met my friend here, and uh, and now I have this. <laughs> so... This is a little, maybe a little bit of a shock to people because this just happened two nights ago. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, uh, well, it happened on uh, Friday, actually. Oh yeah, I guess three nights ago. Sorry, I've been, I've actually been on vacation for a little bit, which is a rarity for me. You know, so yeah, I guess you know, three nights ago. So, uh, but welcome to the show. Thank you for coming on. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, and we will definitely get into talking about how you ended up with this, but. Uh, we're going to go through a lot of other questions as well. You know, so go back, going back a little bit. Um, Cause I know, like, I know one of the first questions I always ask uh, is how long have you actually been in the wrestling business? So uh, it's funny because yesterday, the 17th marked my 17 year anniversary. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. So, um, it, it's up there close to 20 years. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most, most people are like, what? Excuse me? How old are you? <laughs> but, so, yeah, because, I mean, that'd be my next question, you know, because. Yeah, when did you, when did you start wrestling? Uh, like, how old started, were you when you started? Um, I, I started training for um, a couple of months before I turned 18 in 2005. Okay. Okay. Um, well, yeah, Joel, he turned 18 in 2005. I mean, that, that still makes me feel old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was on my second marriage in 2005. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, so what originally inspired you to get in? Uh, I was just, I was definitely like the wrestling kid. I always wore wrestling t-shirts to school and got sent home and stuff for having stone cold shirts and middle fingers and stuff. And uh, <laughs> my family watched it a lot. You know, we would on Sundays every now and then go over to my grandma's house for pay-per-views and things like that. And it was just one of those things. I never thought it was, I was always the cat kid who was like, I'm going to be a wrestler. I'm going to be a wrestler. But like, had absolutely no idea uh, how I was going to do that. And one day I was sitting at home and my mom was like, Hey, put it on public access. There's some wrestling, like local wrestling. And it was for NWF when they were down in uh, Camp Washington at the old Bone Crushers. And it was a show and they had like a little, like, Oh, come on down to the, you know, the, they plugged the address. I forget what it is now, but, uh, and I lived in Clifton at the time, which was about 
maybe maybe 10 minute drive so i was like yo let's go down there we went down there and signed up that day and oh yeah um wow so who so well it sounds like stone cold was one of your favorite wrestlers who were some of the other ones um so when i was a kid it, it always kind of changed i was definitely always more of a bad guy uh i always liked the bad guys i mean the, when the nwo first happened it, it was the only thing i ever wanted to talk about was how cool mm-hmm. it was <laughs> when i was younger i was always like the I, the big thing about the nwo was i was always like a kevin nash and scott hall fan yeah those were two of my favorites i mean razor ramon i i was i don't even know how old i was the first time i saw scarface and the whole razor ramon gimmick was just scarface and i that was like the most amazing thing and then like once i get, got more into it you know going back and watching stuff from the 80s when he was like teaming up with like Kurt Henning who was another one of my favorites like Scott Hall would just became like this bigger than life thing to me for a while yeah uh, did you ever see some of the old old stuff when he was teaming with Dan Spivey as the American Starship um yeah a couple a little bit not not too much I've seen like two or three like whatever you can find like on YouTube <laughs> I, I definitely did see one of their a match with him and Dan, Dan Spivey tagging but I forget I think it's only been like one or two. Like I said, like usually whatever I come across on YouTube. Yeah, because that mustache he had, I mean, it really was glorious. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> so uh, good. Yeah, so uh, you said Roger was your trainer right there at Bone Crushers? Yeah. Yeah, when I went there, I walked in and I met him. And he was at the time, like the, pretty much the full-time head trainer. We always had a uh, Wildcat would pop in at the time. Like he was, I think, just getting real big and like tna and stuff and so that blew my mind like when i first started that him and abyss would come and that was like crazy and every now and then they would bring people uh when i first started carl anderson was still there he was like the nwf champ at the time and he was like the right hand you know he did a lot of the more physical aspects and stuff like that so like my first bumps were with him and things like that cool yeah so uh, 17 years good god um yeah so where all have you been able to travel to in those 17 years? Um, I mean, I've probably wrestled in every single small town you can think of in Kentucky and Ohio and Indiana. <laughs> um, it just kind of, more, I've pretty much stayed on this side of the country. I never really got to go out of the country to wrestle yet uh, or anything too crazy. I went to St. Louis and Chicago and like Tennessee, West Virginia. That's probably about it. But like I said, like everything, if there was a little little indie promotion somewhere in Burton, Kentucky, I was probably there. So, so where, where is Burton? I don't know. I made that one up. Let's oh. <laughs> 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 say, cause, I mean, yeah, because I, I lived I in Kentucky for, um, I, yeah, I lived in Kentucky for about five years, and Dwayne's lived there all his life in different parts mm-hmm. of Kentucky. I'd say Burton. There probably is a town called Burton. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure I pulled that from somewhere. But I mean, like, expect when I first started NWF, we used to uh, run all kinds of of smaller places, uh, like Lanchester, Ohio, and like Bedford, Kentucky, and Buford, Ohio. We used to Roger used to run a lot of those kinds of shows, and now it's more roped into just our main our main staples. But it used to be we used to travel a lot just for NWF. That's right, because I think Mount Orb is probably the what I would guess is probably the smallest town you run right now. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, even though I did see the one show that they put on in Seaman back, I think it was in the summer. That's a small little bitty town. 
Yeah, I think that was that was before I was back, but I remember hearing about that one. Yeah. Um yeah, I think it was right before you came back. Um yeah, no, obviously besides being the you know, I'll say possession is nine tenths of the law, you have the belt. Yeah. What would you say, Dwaylon? Does that make him champ? And uh yeah. Yeah, I mean, possession's nine tenths of the law. So. Possession's nine tenths of the law. You got the belt. He's, he's holding yeah, the championship. I, I mean, now, if he wants it, he can take it. He can try. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, I will say, you know, say Sinclair's a friend of ours, but at the same time, I mean, he's got to, you know, he may get kind of mad at us for seeing this dwell, but we'll say, look, <laughs> you know, Titan has the belt. Yeah. You know, that means something. He can uh, send the, he'll send the goof troop after me first. And there you we'll go. <laughs> So what are some of the other titles and other accomplishments that you've had uh, in wrestling? Uh, well, obviously with the NWF being kind of the mainstay, you know, I've been pretty fortunate to kind of do it all NWF. You know, I've had all the, all the titles and, you know, I've won the Thunderdomes and Rumbles and Countdown Brawl. You know, I've, I've done all, like pretty much everything in the NWF. Um, I used to go down to, uh, like Georgetown, Kentucky, Larry mm-hmm. he used to run a show PTW and I was down there for a while and I won the tag team titles with Chris Major. We were a tag team for a long time down there and we had those um, and then just random places I would go. Um, sometimes that would be kind of the, hey, you want to come back in June? Well, you know, you're the champ now kind of thing. <laughs> but um, but I, I've done some, I've got to do and see some cool stuff. You know, I've gotten to do some extra work and stuff for ring of honor and wwe and things okay. like that so it's got cool. me into some cool positions that you know i definitely otherwise would not never have been in so it's been a pretty cool ride oh so you're kind of a standby for um roh and wwe or were you able to actually um have like maybe kind of like uh like lord crew has been on aw dark and nikki victory has also been on aw dark were you able to do something yeah. like that um i did Ring of Honor, I just basically did like like the security type stuff, and okay. uh, in the WWE, I was there. I did like a three day thing with them, where I did like a couple tryout matches and a couple mm-hmm. segments. I did the the thing, the Batista promo, or give me what I want. That one that got memed. I was one of his security guards, like that was standing on the ring. Oh, okay, so, really? Every okay. time I see those memes, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm in that meme, like right there. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that's me. <laughs> like, yeah, like oh great, that's cool. Uh, I got uh, doing a bunch of stuff like that. Um, like kind of in the middle of all that was kind of, I was starting to t- step away from wrestling some. And then I was like, oh, we'll see what happens. And then uh, I got an email about doing some extra work and then COVID hit. <laughs> yeah. And and then now I'm 50 pounds heavier. And I'm like, I hope they don't, I hope they don't message me because I'm not in shape to go do something that good right now. <laughs> <laughs> um. Now, a friend of um, friend of ours, uh, Randy. You actually, I know you you've actually met him before, you know, because he was actually, yeah. yeah. Uh, he actually had a video, and he posted not too long ago, but it was all the way back from like 2017, I think, and it was at Fairfield. And I actually had to ask him. I said, "Was that Titan in that?" Because it was you and Pompano Joe, okay. and one of y'all soup did a middle or top rope suplex onto a bunch of chairs. Like the chairs yeah. were laid out. And yeah. I, don't, I don't remember, was it you suplexing him or him suplexing you? Yeah, I, I superplexed him. That was the Fairfield chair nightmare match that we did. Yes. We hitting each other with chairs. And so we they gave us like 50 chairs and we're like, all right, go at it. 
and I've never been like a bit like I've never been like a big like hardcore deathmatch any of that stuff. But I was like, let's just get a bunch of chairs and see what happens. It was, <laughs> it was fun. What wrestlers um, like influenced your your style of wrestling? That's it. It, it kind of it changes. Mm-hmm. It kind of changes depending on my my in ring style. I mean, when I was younger. I did more high flying stuff, and I loved like Rey Mysterio stuff. I was Luchador when I first started, and uh, you know, so I, that that was a big thing. And then after that, I was just kind of like off the rails. The big next big thing I did was um, when I was in a faction called the Revolution, and I watched a lot of like like Randy Orton became one of my guys because just it was when he was really doing the um, voices kind of stuff and. Mm-hmm. I like I like kind of how it was just gritty, you know. He would grab their head and just like quick punches and kicks, mm-hmm. you know, stuff stuff like that. Um, so just kind of like as I go, I just kind of find things I adapt to, and I I try to twist them into my own style, right? But it usually kind of ends up it works or it doesn't work. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's hard it's hard to say who like like it really defines it. I mean, I you more or less just cherry pick things I like from all over really just a little uh, bit from everybody yeah yeah you know if i'll see something and i've never seen you know someone wrestle before i'll put on ew never seen this guy wrestle and he'll do something i'd be like hmm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try that so it's like it just some things i like and you know because some people i don't like everything one person does it's right especially nowadays it's hard to find one person who's like checks all the boxes yeah so i just kind of cherry pick around and honestly i i i take more now because my style now is not as wrestling as as much as i think a lot of people are you know before a couple years ago when i was in shape and i was like the nwf champion and i i was definitely like the indie guy you know lots of super kicks and hitting them as hard as i could and dives and stuff like that but now i'm like i'm kind of old and out of shape and stuff so i'm like really just work on like character stuff and like you know i want i want to deliver the feel that i this is a fight this is not this is not what you're going to see every match. You're not going to, you're going to see some people hit each other and really hard and all that stuff. But I want people to genuinely see that when you're in the ring with me, there's a completely different feel. Um, I try to like grab your emotions and make you believe that I might have just broken someone's jaw. Gotcha. Gotcha. And you know, yeah, I can see that. Never thought about it quite like that, but yeah, I know every time I've watched one of your matches, I'm like, okay, this is going to be a good match and I know it's going to be brutal. Yeah, they they were billing on uh, like social media. I wrestled Chris Demise last Friday, the night I took this, and they were you know they were building that as this big, this big fight feel, and uh, and that's that's what I was like, okay, now, yeah, people are seeing it. You know, I didn't tell mm-hmm. the social media people to do that, so I, I I'm glad it kind of comes across that way, and I don't have to say it now. Whereas, hopefully, it's kind of a feel, like you said, you know, when I'm out there, you said you kind of you kind of feel that and mm-hmm. now it's kind of be perceived that way and that's just what i want is to not have to say i'm gonna go out there and you know yada 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 i just want to be <laughs> like oh we already know what's gonna happen so before you start having issues with mce uh you and sean evans i'm guessing are kind of partner up against mce yeah I just let you get the belt down because yeah that's that's a that's a hard that's pretty hard burden to carry there <laughs> but it's hot too it's being long so. <laughs> <laughs> uh but before that you and juice were just going at it like you know for for a while actually yeah um 
So, I mean, how did that come about? And were you able to keep the mask that you yanked off of him? I was there that night. Um, no, I don't have the mask. I think it's in the dumpster or probably in that's around key dump by now. Um, mm-hmm. That was just, I mean, that was one of the things where I came back and I was the first match I was in was against him and uh, Kat. And I have a weird relationship with the future stars because I was one of the creators of the future stars when it first started. And so Juice was not from my era. So when I came back and, you know, uh, now Roger and Kat are in charge of it and things like that. And I, this new generation, it, they, they, a lot of them rubbed me the wrong way. You know, uh, I, I'm I'm a fighter, and and too many of these kids want to be, uh, you know, they want to be they want to be superstars, and I, I, you have to earn the right to even be called a wrestler in my book, and so these kids come on, and Juice is a perfect example of the you know he got on and he got a couple cheers, so he got on a little bit more, and he thought he was a superstar. So I, when I came in and he was in this main event spot, and I'm like. I think I'm gonna have to spend the next couple of months teaching this kid that he's not ready. For this. <laughs> it's like too many people in wrestling want to be the young bucks, and not enough people want to be Samoa Joe. Because when I look yeah. at Samoa Joe, it's like that's a fighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, because when you got the mask off of him, and I was like, "Oh my God, that's Juice!" I even told Joel, "I was like, you know, we've been we've been fooled the whole time. I had no idea. <laughs> no I mean, clue. It was, no clue. It was, it was insulting." It was insulting, the game. Like, that was so insulting to my intelligence. I was like, uh. And I, I've seen that before. It's happened before. And uh, I, I, so I know, I know how these things go. I've, seen, I've been around a long time, so I've seen people try to do that before. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to sit back and wait. I'm going to go out there, and I'm going to get that mask, and I'm going <laughs> to And now, and now he's, you know, standing outside Bone Crush waiting for a handout. Yeah, well. Yeah, because, I mean, that was – I've never seen anybody eliminated from a battle royal by somebody grabbing their mask and pulling it off. As they, I was like, <laughs> As they went over. Yep. Yep. So – and he just kind of – when he fell, he's like, oh, well, crap. <laughs> you busted. know the man. Yeah, busted. busted. Yeah. Busted big um, time. Yeah, he didn't even try to hide his face or anything. I and mean, he was like, well, there it is right there. Yeah, um, because, you know, most luchadors, when their masks come off, that's their first thing. He yeah. Mm-hmm. He's just juice playing the game. He was disrespecting the luchador community, one of I was part of in my early years. You know, and Mr. J was being billed as being from Mexico City. Yeah. So, it's yeah, Joelon, yeah, I didn't just now, that just now occurred to me. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, he's so, and people boo me, but he's over here making a mockery of mm-hmm. professional wrestling. <laughs> but now you have something kind of going on with, with, MCE against you know Sinclair and Chris Demise and um and Anika and um I'm assuming um oh my god Warlock and Alex Warlock thank you the guy with the big as way Joe Pro James put it the big 40 pound (coughs) butter covered biscuit head (laughs) (laughs) so how how exactly did that start well uh as much as I love him Sean Evans makes poor decisions. And, uh, you know, when I was dead set on getting the mask off of Mr. J, he, he was kept making bets, he, you know, and kept losing. So I guess he, kept, he asked them for money. He asked MCE, like, you know, for some money to make a bet. And he lost that. He lost the bet. He lost money, you know. And 
I, I still know where I know Sinclair's past. So unlike a lot of people, I'm not afraid of his money or his power or any of that. Like, hey, he's just a goon. He's a goofball, little milk dud. He's stupid. He's an idiot. And so when Sinclair was like, these guys give me a hard time, I was like, you're going to get let Carlton give you a hard time. So I was like, you know, all right. I got nothing better to do. I mean, I took care of Juice. So I was my, you know, my, my schedule was pretty free. Oh, there you go. So now here we are. Now uh, they really want to mess around. So I took the belt. So you got the belt. And yeah, and you're also going to be in the Thunderdome this uh, this upcoming Saturday, which I'm looking forward to seeing. I'm yeah. planning on going. So, um, well, besides Juice and, you know, we're all right now. So who are some who have been some of your favorite opponents? That's that's tough. Um, forever, uh, I used to love wrestling virus, Sean virus hard drive. Um, I mean, we were best friends off and on, but you know, there was a point where I broke his neck and then we, he came back and we wrestled for, I think a year and a half or two years of pretty much almost only wrestled each other. And just every night, just, just beat and beat and beat on each other. And you know, again, that's, that's what I'm about. Like that's even that when I was in my like super indie guy wrestling phase, I still love to just get in there with him and just, and just, just beat each other, you know, <laughs> and, and still, you know, now and into this day, you know, we're, we're still really good friends. So it's fun to look back on. Um, I used to love to wrestle Jordan Clearwater because he was, I remember the first day he walked into bone crushers and seeing him progress was really cool and kind of right he left um you know he went out and went and saw wrestling for championship wrestling from hollywood he was you know getting on like the new japan stuff and or whatever and at fan at fan fest a couple of years ago i i taunted him into wrestling me and we had probably one of my favorite matches and probably one of my favorite stories leading into the match i mean i closed on his girlfriend and punched her dad in the face like i got to do, we got to just get, i got crazy that was when i kind of lost it and and never looked back so that was that's always like a special feud i had especially because i wrestled him i was one of his first like two or three matches and then get getting to wrestle him after he kind of got good was fun oh wow um so i've only seen you as a heel do you ever wrestle as a face at all um not not now no <laughs> i mean it's been a while it's been a pretty good while um i think last time i was a face anywhere was was probably down in georgetown at ptw in probably 2019 i guess i think i was i think that was the last time i did anything and even then i was still kind of i think i don't know actually i think the last time i think right before i stopped wrestling there i actually was in the i was with uh swayze i don't mean i was in a big old big old group with adam swayze so i wasn't even I was a heel down there too. <laughs> do you like playing? Do you like being heel better? I think it just resonates easier because it's closer to my personality. Gotcha. I mean, I'm not. I, I I'm pretty gnarly when it comes to the things I'll do and say to make people mm-hmm. do me, but it's it's not an extra effort. You can tell when people are kind of faking it, and it's yeah. just like, shut up, you're a fat redneck. I don't like you. And and it's not natural. And yeah. 
I'm pretty reserved uh, person. I'm pretty, pretty calm and collected most of the time. I just like hanging out and having a beer, but I, I don't mean this in, in as bad as this is going to sound, but I like humanity just irritates me so bad. Same. Like, I completely you know understand. I mean? like, so I completely like, understand all those thoughts and, you know, I, it just, of what you want to say to, to the Karens, you know, and stuff mm-hmm. like that, like just, and just the, the babies of the new generation, like all that thing. I just, that all just kind of manifests itself because when I put the mask on and walk through the curtain, you know, I'm the subdued guy is, has no place here. You know what I mean? Right. Like, every, all of that just come, just manifests itself. And, you know, it just comes out. So I, I just generally don't like, I don't like faking being nice. And I, if I like you, 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 it's usually not, if you think I like you, I probably like you because it's not, I'm not that fake. Right. I'm very, I'll right. be standoffish if I don't like you. Yeah. That's so, how I'm the same way. I, I totally get it. Uh, yeah, it makes you wonder how one I've been friends now for three decades. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's hard to find that. It's really, yeah, hard I, I, it yeah, really it is. is. Um, there's only a few people that, I mean, we still are just mm-hmm. constantly staying in touch with you back from high school. Obviously that's where we, we met was in high school. Um, but so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I definitely get what you're saying, you know? Um, yeah. And, and we've made a point, you know, I think Joanna, we've been friends for so long because we are both, I guess say real. I hate saying, Oh, I'm real. I mean, but right. we, mm-hmm. we try to be real with people. I mean, that's what it yeah. comes down to. Yeah. That's absolutely high. And I feel like it's just, and especially in society, that is typically interpreted as a bad guy yeah you know yeah yeah and and i mean that's fine you know i've like i said i even as a kid i was always drawn to the bad guys in wrestling and in the movies you know i'm a big like marvel i like like all that stuff and i'm always more drawn to yeah the the villains and i'll go oh i'll watch all those movies i'm not gonna say ooh i like iron man i'm gonna go read an iron man comic i'm gonna go say oh i'm i need to go get all the thanos comics now and find out yeah i need to i need to see everything about thanos and killmonger yeah that's that's exactly. how i am it's like i just want to i want to see the bad guys <laughs> yeah why is he like this yeah um so even for like the things aspects of my personality i always cherry pick from from villains a lot of comic villains i cherry pick things mm-hmm. from <laughs> yeah so um besides the thunderdome coming up and some and some of the other nwf adventures i know there's the one in fairfield that's the night night of the champions i think is or something like that's what they're calling it yeah, I think all the all the titles will be on the line. Um, you can put that belt up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sinclair can come get it there if that's what we're right. Oh, there you we're go. Gonna, I'll have a great time. Um, and Mount Orb, I don't remember the exact date, but I know there's another Mount Orb show uh, coming up some point. I'm kind of prone to that one because I live in Mount Orb, so it's it's a ten minute right. drive for me. Right. You know, so boom, I'm I'm there. Um, the Fairfield, and I'll be honest with you, it's a, it's not so much the drive there as the drive back. Yeah. You know, because it's at least an hour for me. But um, and last time I went there, I was stupid and wore shorts outside, and it was freezing. Mm, and I was yeah. like, "Yeah." But anyway, <laughs> you know, enough Ohio about Ohio weather. Yeah, uh, yeah, Jalen. Sure, you don't want to come up here. You know, like I said, you know, <laughs> you know, you've always got a place to stay with me. You know that. So yeah, I'll bring I'll bring shorts and pants just to be, yes. <laughs> be on the safe yeah. side. Maybe, maybe a fur coat and a yeah. Top. You never know. It's a bargain. You got to be prepared. Uh, so what are some of the other upcoming things? Do you have any non-NWF things going on or just are you staying strictly with NWF right now? Uh, yeah, for now, uh, I'm just kind of staying around here and just kind of doing NWF for now. I've had some people reach out, uh, trying to bring me in and I'm just, I'm not, 
fully i'm not where i want to be yet so i've kind of nwf you know it's i'm unfortunately i'm one of the old guys now so i can kind of i can do everything at my pace i can i know i i can get away with murder kind of you know what i mean because <laughs> i'm like the old guy and, and i've carried these around so everybody's afraid of me but i'm just kind of finding my pace again because again i'm I, getting older uh, i know that 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 meter is ticking down so i don't want to i can't just i'm not just going to go I've, i i where again i wrestle in, in every little small town uh mm-hmm. for 17 years i never really took a break uh, just when right before at the beginning of 2020 was my first actual break in wrestling i never knock on wood uh, never had any injuries or anything that took me out for more than a week or a, a couple weeks but so i never had an extended time off and so kind of coming back has kind of been it's been a weird cal- recalibration if you will oh, so but if somebody wanted to get a hold of you for any kind of bookings <clears throat> uh, how would they do it through just like twitter or facebook or what? Yeah, uh, I'm on pretty much everything on social media. Uh, Great King Titan. Um, uh, you can email me for bookings or anything, any information you need at greatkingtitan at gmail.com. So it's pretty easy to find me. I, I have a name that I don't have to ha- have a bunch of random symbols and zeros in. So it's just, <laughs> my name is Great King Titan. If you look, if you <laughs> Google it, you'll probably find something. Now we say that and I'll, I'll go Google it and I'll probably find something goofy because that's what happens to me, <laughs> you, know, some, you know, where somebody has, has squatted on something of yours, yeah. you know, um, it happens. I mean, that's why our Twitter is at booking armchair, not armchair booking because somebody was already squatting on armchair booking. Right. You would think that's almost a random thing, but anyway, mm-hmm. um, some, some guy tried to take the name Titan and I'm still going to fight him if he, if he tries to come at me for that. <laughs> yeah actually that was actually one of the things i was going to ask if you had any conflicts because i know who it is you're talking about you know yeah. um even though you've been great king titan i'm assuming for a well because i saw you back in, like i said 2017 with titan yeah yeah i've been titan for i don't know how long probably six or seven years now um and luckily i mean it's not you know we're on two different planes so i don't think it's gonna be, be an issue i don't think but uh I, I literally the night I found out, I think the night like he said, like I use my name, I was like, uh, like luckily we know some of the same people, so I was like, uh, am I have to worry about getting a cease and desist? Because <laughs> but I mean, uh, everyone was like, well, I mean, you've been doing it longer. I, I mm-hmm. do have a technically I have a creative trademark on it because uh, I have a YouTube channel dedicated to it with mm-hmm. you know, 50, 60, 70 videos and merch, and I have my name on things, so I. Um, I was told I do have a creative trademark because I've had it for so long. So if it right. were to, if it were to get something like that, uh, not to, not I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to be that guy. But you know, if if the other party was going to try to take it from me, I would definitely exercise my rights to keep it, unless he wants to cut me a check. Right. <laughs> but I say yeah. If somebody cuts me a check for something like that, I'd be real tip to the chase. Depending on what the amount was. I know you. I know your friends. I know what your bank account looks like, buddy. I, yeah. Uh, right. It's, it's not gonna come yeah. cheap. But I have it on. Yeah. I have this thing branded on stuff. So, fucking six figures for this name. Yeah, actually, Jericho just had a guy on his podcast recently, and he was a lawyer. He actually dealt with stuff like that, and he said what it comes down to is who has been using it um, longer, and because he said, right. remember the whole deal with Cody Rhodes when he went to. AEW, um, they couldn't call him Cody Rhodes at first. Right. They were just calling him just Cody. 
Yeah. And then they found an old video or an old, um, uh, like a flyer, like a thing, because he was in, you know, he actually wrestled in high school and right. like part of his senior year, he actually started calling himself Cody Rhodes back then, you know, even though his name was Cody Runnels. Right. And then later on, they actually had him as part of a wrestling event. He wasn't wrestling, um, but it was when his dad had the turnbuckle championship wrestling thing. And he was introduced as like, you know, uh, Cody Rhodes back then. And the lawyer, somebody just happened to see it and they said to him, he's like, give me that now. And he sent to Cody. And then he, after that, he was able to use the name Cody Rhodes outside of WWE mm-hmm. because he proved he had it first. So, yeah. Um, not that I want somebody to come after me and, and smack me around for telling you that, but I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate it. That was kind of the general idea I had was that, you know, having it on stuff and using it for a long time basically gave gave me first first swing at it so like i said i'm not that worried about it i, I don't think it's ever going to get to anything like that but it, it it definitely annoyed me i mean i know it, yeah. it wasn't done on purpose you know it's not like oh i'm sure he didn't see myself like oh it's a great name it's 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 a it's kind of a generic name but it's i feel like it's kind of not well the name mm-hmm. i mean itself i mean actually it kind of tells something because you think of titan i mean you think of something right you know, pretty strong you know yeah, so. I, that was always the thing when people when i first started using it and people were like that you're not but I, I got actually got booked at this place and uh i guess like the guy didn't really want he just saw a couple pictures or whatever and and when i showed up he was like where you know, where's the rest of you i, I saw your pictures because i used to be in a little bit better shape i was a little bit bigger up top but you know i think he was expecting some six foot six dude walking in and i'm like well i always tell people well, it was wait till you see me wrestle and you know i I wrestle like a tie. I might not look like it, but mm-hmm. I might not be a giant, but I, my presence is out of a tie. Right. Um, and one of the things I was actually going to say, you know, you're talking about earlier when you put on the mask, you know, you kind of become a different person. I'm thinking, oh, he's part of Slipknot because, <laughs> you know, those guys, they've actually said that. They said when they said they put on the masks, I mean, they actually record or at least they used to, they were, they would record wearing the masks. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm thinking that's kind of along the same lines. Um, but that kind of leads me into when you go on a road trip, when you're going to like, you know, Georgetown, or if you're going to uh, Chicago or wherever, and you know, you're on the road, what would be like on your typical music playlist? And I'm going to guess there's going to be a little bit of metal because I heard, I, cause I know your theme song. Right. Um, I can't think of the exact title of it right now, but I actually, a couple of times when you came out, I was like, yeah, look at my phone going, Hey, Sarah, who is this? And I would, you know, hold the phone up. So listen to it. So I would actually yeah. have the name of the song. Um, yeah. So is it metal or you got a little bit of a mixture in there? Oh, uh, it's definitely a, a pretty big mix. I mean, in my Spotify, I have like three or 4,000 songs and it's just a complete mixed bag of uh, everything. I mean, like metal. And I mean, that's, that was a band I randomly just kind of, I think I watched like a video on Instagram or something. And then they had one of the random songs, it's a band called Fox Lake. And I was like, oh, that's a cool song. So it was just like, oh, I'll add that to my Spotify and then get bored. I'm like, oh, I wonder what the other songs sound like. And the song I use is called Home Wrecker. And I just kind of the mindset I was in coming back, I knew I've always been a big persona and music guy. So the mindset I was in getting ready to come back, it just kind of that song, the words just kind of resonated. I was like, this is it. So that's why I just kind of picked it. And it, now I have like two other albums on my Spotify. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's it kind of depends on my mood. 
really. I mean, like lately, I've gotten really back in the Nirvana for like no reasons. So at the top of my list is like random like five Nirvana songs, and then there's like a Mariah Carey song. You know, what I mean, just like I'll be bored and like <laughs> yeah. you know, sometimes I want to listen to Fantasy. You know, just <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, or like The Weekend. I think The Weekend, Blinding Lights, was at the top of my most played for like two years straight. It only just got overtaken a couple months ago uh, by Do You Want to Taste It, the theme song for Peacemaker. That's I like that song. Band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, two songs under that is like Sunflower by Post Malone. And then mm-hmm. under that is, you know, uh, Country Roads by John Denver. Like, I just have such a weird assortment of music that I listen to. And like, I'm a big Frank Sinatra guy, the Rat Pack. I used to have big pictures of them all over my walls and Elvis. So just my music is just mood based a lot of the time. When my, whenever I have like a get together or something, I use the Bluetooth speaker and just put my Spotify on. It's people kind of don't like it if it's like, <laughs> oh, here's some Drake. And then, oh, now it's uh, Wise Power Rangers theme song playing. Yeah. Just hit skip. Just hit skip. Oh, cool. Metallica. Oh, no, I don't like this song. Skip it. Oh, Usher. All right. Oh, the, the Three's Company theme song. Like, it's just like <laughs> random or, or Disney. Like, why are we listening to the Circle of Life right now? Elton John. What? Um. Hey, Dwayland, we may actually have found somebody whose music taste is more collected than yours. I know. I mean, I and, that's, and believe me, that's saying something. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so you're a Cincinnati native, born and raised, right? Yep. So got to ask this of everybody, you know, who is from Cincinnati, lives in Cincinnati. You know, you call yourself Cincinnatian. Well, I mean, I wouldn't even call myself one, even though because I'm not originally from here. But which do you prefer? Gold Star or Skyline? So, so I like I like Skyline. I like Gold Star's uh, Coney's better. Okay. Pretty much everything else Skyline. There's a Skyline like two minutes from my house, so I eat Skyline way more. Um, but I don't I don't dislike either. And, I, right. and it's so funny to me that people are like it's a war sometimes. People are, <laughs> are like, oh, oh they Skyline's get they get disgusting. serious about that. Yeah, I'm like. If you like, chill, it, 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 give me a blind taste test, and I probably couldn't tell you the difference. You know, what I mean, like, it's chili. It's Cincinnati chili. It's it's hard to mess up. It's already either, an odd concept. Do either of y'all eat it on spaghetti? Because I was at the grocery store yesterday, yes, and yeah. they had it frozen, and it was like frozen. It was skyline chili spaghetti, mm-hmm. and I was like, hmm. that's I was like I gotta ask Steve if they if he eats it that way. Yes, you have the the three ways, the four ways, or the five ways. Yeah. Um, because the three way is just the spaghetti on chili. I think I don't because I always get a five way, which has like the onions and mustard thrown in there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think the three way is just like chili, spaghetti, and cheese, and yeah. then the four way is either add beans or onions, and the five way is like bean, onions, and mustard. And... Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's it's um it's it took something a little bit to kind of get used to being around here and the fact that nobody mm-hmm. around here thinks it's strange is just everybody who moves here yeah. goes you do what but then you get, <laughs> it's kind of like the whole freshest thing with the tartar sauce and the hamburgers like i said that mm-hmm. before too yeah um yeah, that's a weird one yeah um but i was like okay tartar sauce and hamburgers because my wife uh right before we got married you know first time i went to a freshes and i got like a chicken sandwich and she was ready to call off the wedding because <laughs> I, you know because i did not get a big boy with 
you know, the tartar sauce. I'm like, what tartar sauce and hamburger? Then I tried it later <laughs> on. I was like, okay, that's actually pretty decent, but it's got to be, I guess, the freshest tartar sauce. It can't be mm-hmm. like, you just can't randomly throw tartar sauce on there. It's got to be their tartar sauce. Oh, yeah. I was like, all right. Um, and I've gotten used to the sports teams. I mean, I'll take my son, you know, I'll actually cheer for the Reds. Um, the Bengals, I cheered for them in the Super Bowl just because I felt, you know, hey, I mean, I was like, hey, that's mm-hmm. pretty good stuff. I mean, they're, excuse me um, you know but uh, so, i mean yeah it's uh um well, the food's definitely interesting <laughs> around <laughs> around here so um so joelan you have any any more questions for him no nothing i can think of um i know you're just waiting on sinclair to come try to take that belt <laughs> he's gonna try i believe on friday we're gonna see if he can do it <laughs> okay uh what am i doing for, i don't even know what i'm doing friday uh, but I know Saturday I'm trying to make it down to Covington. That's my my goal because I got to see the Thunderdome. Uh, mm, now who who? Match. Oh yeah, uh, that's what someone told me. Like, um, but Randy he's really wanting to go, and he said, yeah, he said the Thunderdome never disappoints. Yeah. Um. So who else? Like you, I think Swayze's in there because he's the, he's <laughs> defending his belt against all of you. Yeah. Um. Who else? Andrew Reed is he in it? No, it's uh, me and Swayze, Rex, Swinger. Nasty Russ, Pompano Joe, Star Rider, and James Cross. Oh, oh wow! So there's not a there's not a weak one in there at all. Well, no, we said Swayze. No. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, you know what? that'd be a match I'd want to see is you and Swayze. Uh, we, because... uh, we wrestled a um, hundred times. He was one of my first long-term feuds when I won the NWF title for the second time. We okay. feuded. It was during that feud that he introduced Gideon Weinstein. And okay. I would I, I would like to wrestle him again now because it's I mean, well, he's moved up a couple notches, but I mean, right. I, used to, I used to just maul him. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, I, I'd say right now he's probably the most hated person in the NWF. Um, yeah, he's he's doing a good job. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> doing something uh, right. so do you have any more information, any last words, any messages for anybody? Uh, just uh, make it out, you know, make it out to the shows and support NWF, support indie wrestling. That's a big thing is, yep. is just supporting the indies, man, because it's getting more prevalent now. Thanks to like AEW kind of having good turnover on bringing people in for that kind of stuff. So, yeah, check out uh check out the NWF and uh check me out on YouTube. I got a whole bunch of stuff on there you can go watch. It's I'm probably gonna start doing that again soon. And I have some pretty interesting interviews with a couple couple people you guys would know. So cool. It's not a bad I'll time. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, just just do a search for Great Green Titan on YouTube. Yep. All right. Great on YouTube. Cool. I'll have to make sure whenever I post this, I have the link as well. Yeah, yeah. It's, yep. it, was, it was a good time. I kinda I got into it kind of during COVID and then I did it for a while, and then I did a short film, which is also on my YouTube, which is kind of a storied version of how I got back into wrestling. Well, it's only one part of it. The other part's not done yet because we kind of got lazy, but it's <laughs> if Swayze's in that. It's one of Swayze's featured films, you know? He's in okay. that. Okay. Yeah, the A-lister. Yeah, but hopefully there's more stuff coming soon for, for my YouTube. Okay. All right, cool. Definitely check it out. And so, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, definitely – Great King Titan, go if you haven't seen his matches, go check him out because the man he is amazing in the ring. And uh, like you said, you know, he may not be big in stat in stature, but you know, once the bell rings, he's all about that fight and he'll throw it to you. So oh, yeah. 
Uh, but thank you, sir, for coming on. And yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you guys, thanks for having me. It was a good time. Anytime, All right. I'll, I'll come again. I got to beat Sinclair's record of, of three, so I'm gonna come on here four times. <laughs> oh, well, there you All go. Right. So we got, we got to tell, we got to tell Sinclair too. He's got some competition. Yeah. So yeah, I'll do a little, right. little thing with him on here. Oh, oh, that'll yeah. You know what? Oh, that'd be great. That you know what? Let you know. We need to see if we can arrange that. Yeah. And uh, so, but until we do that, see it. God bless. God bless. Thank you. Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.